It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Sometimes when you watch your bullpen come in, you just have to take a big old chug of what you're drinking. And that's what you can do while you're watching tonight's Locked on Astros podcast, which starts now. Hello and welcome to Locked on Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric, the man Heisman and Brett H-Town wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. Your team, every day, and we are talking about the Houston Astros. And unfortunately, the first two games of the series were no bueno. It was not good. And uh, it just seemed like every time the Astros went in extra innings, it was just not good. But um, my, you can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Stros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. And Brett, where can they find you at? They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter and at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Strohs. All righty. So we got a lot to talk about on this special edition of the Locked On Astros podcast. This is going to be a short show. We're going to have a special uh, preview edition looking at the Red Sox series. Gabrielle Starr of the Locked On Red Sox podcast is going to join us a little bit. We're going to cut this stream and go on to the other stream in a little bit. So uh, we we just want to talk about the disaster that was the um, the first two games of this series. And Brett, we're having a little trouble with there it is. Uh, with, um, but uh, thank gosh for Zach Greinke in today's game. And I really wanted Dusty Baker to just say, no, do not, do not take Zach Greinke out of this game. Leave him in. He's doing great. I don't care if he's, he throws a million pitches. Do not take Zach Greinke out of this game. And what happens? Andre Scrub comes in and gives up three runs. And it was just like, I did the whole, um, okay, here comes the Astros bullpen and the baby running around the corner and then, right. Oh, and yeah. then running back out, and it's just like, no, here we go again, here we go again. Let's close our eyes or something. But yeah, it, you know, 
Yeah, you know, our our bullpen is very suspect lately, and Zach Greinke coming in, I really wish that he would have gone the complete game, but at 104 pitches, I get it. Andre Scrub made it interesting in the ninth inning. Um, I think there was a pitch with the last batter um, that should have been called a strike. They called it a ball. It was a, it was a, it was a knuckle curve that was, I think, the third ball should have been the third strike. But they only gave up three in the ninth. That is, yeah, that'll make you drink, right? Like um, someone, someone said, "What kind of lead do we need to feel comfortable with the Astros?" And I, I, I put my Doctor Evil up there, and I was like, "One billion to one," because the Padres are an absolute no quit team. Um, you know, I was there Saturday um, watching the game with with you know one of our fans, and I just have to say this, Eric. I do not mind watching Fernando Tatis Jr. hit home runs. Now, I hate when he's hitting it against us, but that kid can absolutely mash. But this bullpen will give you cardiac arrest in a second. I mean, just when you think, like 100% probability to win a game and you lose it. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, the woes have really hit us hard. And it makes you wonder how they're going to perform this next series. But focus on today, Grinky. Phenomenal. Saved the bullpen. So does he get a save for that? I would I would give him a let's give him a save unofficially for saving the bullpen today. You How can't about that? save your own win, Brett. Come on. No, but you can save the bull. I think the way the bullpen's been pitching, that's technically a save. Okay. Anyways. Hey, <laughs> hey, Rob Manford put a guy on second. I can't make that a save. No, no, you can't. So the Astros bullpen has now load, allowed a homer in four consecutive games and in seven of the last nine. And the Astros bullpen in the Padres series. You ready? Get your drink ready. Uh, in the three games, they've in 14 and two-thirds innings, they've allowed 22 runs. 14 of those were earned. 22 hits. Five home runs. 10 walks, 8.59 ERA, a 1.067 opponent OPS. Now, you didn't tell me to bring a keg to the show. You didn't tell me to bring a keg. You just told me to bring one beer. Um, I should have brought at least a 12-pack. Good Lord. Yeah, that that will lead anyone to drink. And, you know, that's the thing. And, and I mean, look. I'm critical of Dusty. I don't, I don't trust him as a bullpen manager. I just don't, okay? But regardless of his history, um, it's not like he's got a whole lot of people to go to. They're like, let's put in, oh, wait, let's put it. Oh, no. And, and it's it, it's been a catch-22. You darn if you do, and you darn if I don't. But something I do like, Eric, something I do like, Frember Valdez and Christian Javier. I like right. that one-two punch. That's a powerful, that's a powerful ticket. That's like, that's like Tyson and Holyfield on the same team. I, I love that. I, I freaking love that, dude. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, I mean, we saw that Odorizzi came in and he pitched six great innings and uh, he, he looked really good. And Frommer Valdez, he pitched, I believe, uh, four innings. I don't have the stats in front of me. Maybe he didn't go four innings, but overall, it was a good appearance considering he hasn't really pitched uh, in Major League Baseball this year. So this was his He did look good. He did yeah. look good. Him and Framber both. That was because I was nervous. You, Darvish, Jake Odorizzi. I mean, Drew Darvish has been nails this year, and he wasn't uh, against us. But unfortunately, the bullpen happened. Yeah, and so if you look at, I'm trying to pull up that game, but the Saturday's game is well. I know you. Uh, let's. We want to talk about this win, but I do want to talk about that game on um, 
Oh, I, I misspoke. Odorizzi didn't pitch six. I, I thought he pitched six innings, but uh, it was five and one-thirds innings. He pitched into the sixth inning. He only allowed three hits. It was uh, one earned run, uh, one walk, four strikeouts. And he did not allow a Crawford, a Crawford box home run. This was a start where he did not allow a home run. That's, that's what I was win. worried about because he said, I don't know how to pitch in Minute Maid Park. Yeah, exactly. So, no, that's that's really good. I mean, you know, and, you know, good for him. And 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 with all the criticism that we may give the guys, it, it's not that we don't want them to do well. It's we're just trying to be realistic. We're trying to be realistic. We're, we're trying not to be. Dude, I'm trying not to be a homer. It's really right. hard for me to. Um, you know that. Um, you always yeah. call me on it. But. I mean, hey, when when they do good and do Chas McCormick, we need to talk about Chas McCormick hitting yes. the two spot because I was like, what the hell are you doing putting him in the two spot? And he showed up, dude. He freaking showed up and he's he's done a hell of a job in the two spot. Right. And uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to talk a little bit about the series coming up, but we're going to do that more in the preview edition uh, in the next one, World Traveler. But let's go and talk a little bit about sports trade. Yeah, sports trade. This is awesome. Y'all need to listen to this because it's it's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. And this is amazing. Sport trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robin Hood fantasy for sports. Making money with sports trade is simple as players' values rise and fall based on two factors. One, their statistical performance in each game as compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. And two, the good old supply and demand. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. So if you had someone like Tatis Jr., his value went up. If you had Kyle Tucker today, King Tuck, his value went up with his three-run homer. So when you're ready to buy shares, pick a penny stock and a rookie who has huge upside, or grab the blue chip vet who's always a solid performer, instantly buy and sell as many shares and as many players as you like, or heck, pick some of the Tigers who just got through sweeping the Yankees. That's amazing. Good job, AJ Hinch. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the How It Works video to sign up to get started today. Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun and exciting and profitable new world of sports trading. This is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in the game at sportstrade.com. Speaking of not staying on sidelines, what about the locker room? Locker room is simply changing the way we talk about sports. Not just talk about sports, but talk to other fans about sports. I mean, how many times have you been online with someone like a fellow fan who may be in Utah or Delaware or California? You're like, man, I wish we could like hang out sometime, but that's not realistic. Well, download the sport Download the Locker Room app today on any iOS device. And when we have a room, when you see, um, look for Eric at Eric Heisman. Look for me at H-Town Wheelhouse. We usually go live on a Friday or Saturday game. You can join us, join the conversation. Locker Room is a perfect place to start and join conversations about any sports. You'll find fans that like your team, the Astros, or your team, the Texans, or your team, the Rockets, or the Dash, or the Dynamo, or whoever it is you watch. It could be the Sabercats of Sugarland, the rugby team. So go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on the iOS device. Any league you want, check them out. Go follow us. We do a great job of featuring you, and what we do is we turn it into a podcast, and you get to be featured, your voice heard on our podcast, which is heard around the world. That's right, Locker Room, the way we, ta- the way we talk about sports has changed today. All righty. So I know World Traveler uh, said our starters did great. And so I was correct about Framer Valdez. He did uh, go four innings in that start. And uh, then Christian Javier came in and kind of acted as the piggyback starter and went another four innings. And 
I know that he threw 52 pitches and there was a discussion about leaving him in for the ninth inning, but then they brought in Ryan Presley and he did a good job in that game. And then Stanek came in, he gave up the run. I hate that freaking runner at second base rule. Yeah. And then Brooks Raley, we've been kind of singing his praises. Oh, yeah, Brooks Raley uh, has been the, the reliable reliever in the bullpen. What does he do? He kind of gives up that big, um, the big hit in that game. And unfortunately, the Astros lost game one. And then um, Brandon Belak uh, gave up another three runs in that uh, in the next inning. But the Astros, uh, that was an, another one of those kind of embarrassing losses. And then the next day, uh, the, that was the most embarrassing one, especially when you have the opportunity to get for Fernando Tatis out. Uh, mm-hmm. He pops up, and then Taylor Jones has a chance to catch it, and he falls down. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to catch it. Then what happens? What always happens when you give somebody like that another chance? He Man. hits the three-run homer he to is, tie the game up. He is everything that a young Albert Pujols was to this Astros team. I mean, let's just call it what it is. I know we don't have the opportunity, and thank God we don't play the Padres in our division, or he would be an Astros killer. But that kid is absolutely not afraid to swing the bat, and he's really good. And, you know, for his defensive yips that he's had this year, he did not look bad defensively this series. He's got range. I mean, he's got swag. I mean, there's a reason why San Diego has 34 wins on the season. Um, but Eric, when you look at that game two, that game two, we were literally, we had them seven to one. We right. had these guys, they scored 10 of their 11 runs from the eighth inning on eight through yeah. 12 innings. They scored 10 runs. That is, that is one of the biggest meltdowns of the regular season that I've ever seen. And I'm not going to uh, – yes, Ralph Garza Jr. gave up the three runs in the whatever inning that was. Was that the uh, 12th inning? Yes, he gave up those three runs. That was his major league, de- major league debut. That was a bad he, spot to put him in. Yes, this was a bad situation. And poor kid, his major league debut, he was just an arm. He was just a fresh body. He was just warm body to get out there. And unfortunately, he was just kind of thrown in that situation. And – well, yeah. you know, it's like I said, in, 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 my, in my criticism towards Dusty Baker, let me make this disclaimer just, just to make sure nobody's heard this because I, I feel like some people haven't. Like, I'm not saying this because I could, because I feel like I could do a better job. And of course, hindsight's always 20-20, but I'm an armchair quarterback, the situation. You don't put a rookie in that situation. You don't put a rookie in that situation. You put him well, in earlier. Didn't have anybody like, else, really. Like, well, I understand that, but you use him later so you have somebody else that's not him available because you could have used somebody else. Now, would it have changed it? Would it have gone differently? They still scored all those runs. You know, Someone's like, well, it's on the offense. No, the offense scored eight runs. You're supposed to win games when you score eight runs. This is solely on the relief pitching. Um, I don't know if it's a confidence thing. I don't know if it's a psyche thing. Um I don't know what it is, but something's got to change. And it's only those individual guys can make those adjustments on their own. Um, I can be critical of Dusty's moves because I haven't agreed with all of them. But at the same time, even if it's a bad move baseball wise, they still got to perform. That's what they're paid to do, right? Yeah. Joe Smith was not good on Saturday. Ryan Presley. I mean, granted, it was that Taylor Jones miscatch that led to the three on Homer, but don't let the other runners on base and then you won't be having that situation. But um, let's go and take a look at today's game. Today's game was yeah. a little bit more, 
on the positive side and the Astros really had control from the get-go and I know that they scored how many runs was in first inning they scored they, four runs and they scored four runs in the first inning yes sir Right, and McCormick has batted uh, twice, uh, two games in a row, batting second. So, I mean, that's by necessity. Basically, um, Guriel is unavailable. Michael Brantley, we haven't even talked about that. Michael Brantley was put on the IL. And then you have Alvarez out of the lineup. So the Astros have been played, playing with basically the AAA Skeeters with uh, <laughs> basically Altuve, Bregman, Correa, and Tucker. And I guess the lead Ms. Diaz, we'll put him up there because um, I still consider Straw uh, part of the AAA uh, Skeeters. But he's been um, he's he had a, a big hit the other day too. So you know, here's here's the thing: when you have this lineup, you would think, okay, this is the game they're going to lose because they've got a lot of key guys out, and they won it, you know. And um, you know, they put up that four spot early, but it was on Grinky. It was on Grinky to come out and perform. And Eric Grinky has started to really find his stuff. Right. He has been solid. The problem is, Eric, as solid as he's been, there's not another starter that has been has matched his solid performances. Right. We've had a couple here or there. We have to get at least one of our starters because I'm just going to say this right now. This team will not make the playoffs playing the way they're playing right now. We are out of the wild card right now. I know it's May. I get that. Don't score watch all the whatever baseball lingo people use, but we will not make the playoffs, not even get the wild card. If we don't get our bullpen issues fixed, this lineup has the ability to win games, but you can't win games if your pitching is so unreliable. Yeah, I saw this from a, a guy on Twitter, Landon. I'm going to try to get him on uh, Twitter, I mean, on the show pretty soon. But uh, since Grinky uh, had that little rough patch, uh, he in his last four start, he has a 29-inning pitch, 2.79 ERA, a 3.02 FIP, a 0.86 whip, 22 strikeouts, only five walks, and they're, uh, the league's only batting 196 against him. So he has been a lot more reliable recently in the Astros, especially with the Lanceman colors going on the uh, IL. And the good news is we have Jose Arquiti coming back. Christian yes. Javier has been moved to the bullpen um, and he looked pretty good. And you need a guy like that kind of to eat up the innings when your starter can only go four. So I think you will see, uh, you'll see some other moves going on pretty soon. But um, I, I know that Brandon Belak was sent down to triple a and, um, so that's basically um, – that was basically a move that they needed to do. They needed a fresh arm just to kind of get somebody else up here. And that, that they're hoping um, – James Click said that they're hoping to get Blake Taylor back sometime during the Red Sox series. Hmm. And uh, he has to throw a multi-inning stint at Sugarland before. And Lance McCullers uh, threw a uh, – he threw today. So they don't know what's, what his next step is. So uh, there's uh, – they're waiting for that. But uh, Jose Arquiti is very excited. He's very healthy right now. He's very anxious to do his best and help uh, help the team win tomorrow. So this is a guy the Astros de- desperately need to return back to rotation. But as World Traveler said earlier, uh, the pitching stat, the starters have not been an issue. It's It really has been on the bullpen. Yes, you would like to see some of the starters go deeper in game. And g- that's why I was like, Let's have Grinky just pitch 100 million pitches today just because I do not want to see Andre Scrub in the bullpen. But 
Well, um, I, you know, Eric, what do you think about that? 104 pitches. I mean, did no, I think Baker did the right thing? Okay, um, I just did because because I missed I missed the eighth inning that he pitched. I was out dropping my son off at a birthday party today. What was that eighth inning like? Did he throw a lot of pitches in that eighth inning? I don't remember exactly. I I, I, I want to say he had a double play. I remember okay. in the eighth inning. I think he had a couple runners on, and I think he had a double play. Uh, so did you know? Wrong, but did you know I that think. six that sixty nine of his pitches were strikes? Uh, yes. So uh, I'm <laughs> trying to look cool. at that. So. Um, in the eighth inning, let me see, where is it? Top of the eighth. He had, yeah, it was a one, two, three inning. So, okay. So it wasn't, it was not a lot of traffic. So, um, so it was, it was just more of a pitch count thing. What I'm saying is I thought maybe he threw an exorbitant amount of pitches in the eighth inning and that's yeah. why they took him out. Um, you know, so. Yeah. All right. So guys, we're going to have to start wrapping up for the, uh, the preview for the Red Sox series. So guys come back, stick around. Uh, Gabby star of the locked on Red Sox podcast will be uh, joining us. And uh, don't forget to always uh, join us for the locked on Astros podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow for the locked on Astros podcast and ghost Rose. Hopefully uh, the Red Sox are not your 2020 Red Sox. They are actually a good team this year, and hopefully the Astros will play a lot better. And when I say the Astros, I mean the Astros bullpen. So we'll be uh, we'll be uh, watching that um, a lot. Uh, Brett and I are going to the game tomorrow. I think World Traveler, you're going to the game tomorrow. So uh, stick around. Uh, we'll be back with the Locked On Astros, Locked On Red Sox preview coming up next. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.